If you listening, you finally made it. Now the greatest movie you ever seen is about to play. Right before your eyes. Last days. In times. Don't let Babylon break you. Don't let them break your soul. In time, in time. Stay woke, it's going down. Yeah. We gonna wake up the tribes. How? What you cooking? Last days. What is up, beloved? We are back for another episode. This one's gonna be a little bit more lighthearted. In my last episode, we were speaking about some deeper spiritual concepts, specifically what happens to people when they die. So if you missed that episode 213, you could go back and check that out. And also, as far as my last episode, we covered the fourth book of Ezra, that scripture. If you want to hear Larry Johnson from his podcast, Sight to the Blind, cover that scripture to get his thoughts and his insights regarding it. It's episode 12 manifest destiny deleted scenes at the end of that episode he covers that scripture in the fourth book of ezra on his podcast sight to the blind if you want to hear larry johnson speak about it and also we covered that in my last episode so with that being said we're going to cover some more light-hearted topics and spiritual things in this episode specifically speaking about the spiritual aspects of roller coasters skydiving or parachuting video games and whatever else we may cover in this episode so first i want to read this scripture in matthew chapter 4 about yahusha the real name for jesus yahusha hamashiach being tempted by the devil then was yahusha led up of the ruach into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If you be the son of Elohim, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yahuwah. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If you be the son of Elohim, cast yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest at any time you dash your foot against the stone. Yahusha said unto him, It is written again, You shall not tempt at Yahuwah Elahaka. Again the devil took him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them, and said unto him, All these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then said Yahusha unto him, Get you hence, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship Yahuwah Elohaka, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. So specifically what I want to speak about is how, starting at line 5, it says, Then the devil took him up into the holy city, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. And said unto him, If you be the son of Elohim, cast yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest at any time you dash your foot against the stone. Yahushua said unto him, It is written again, You shall not tempt Yahuwah el So, just to take this simple example of when people skydive or parachute or jump out of a plane, that's exactly what this reminds me of. And specifically, when Yahushua was tempted by the devil, Satan took him up to a high place and told him to jump off. So when you jump out of a plane, you're essentially doing that same exact thing. You're, you're taking yourself up extremely high up and just pretty much saying, oh, well, the most high will protect me or guard me or this parachute will protect me or guard me. But This is why the fear of the Most High is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of understanding, the beginning of knowledge. Because once you really fear the Most High, you won't want to tempt him or or put the Most High to the test in this way. And this might sound silly, but the more time that you spend in this truth and the more time you spend in the scriptures and the more time that you spend getting close to the Most High and fearing the Most High, this is how you'll start to view the world is you'll just view everything as oh, well, that's tempting the most high. I want to fear the most high. And by jumping out of a plane, for example, that's not fearing the most high at all because 
It's just in this world of 2022, like when you see people still doing this and and this is just showing how people are focused on so much vanity and just pointless things that don't serve you at all. And it's like, what is the point of jumping out of a plane? And then when you look deeper, it's like when you see all these judgments happening, judgment coming upon the world and people reaping what they're sowing, it's like, do you really want to put yourself in a situation where you say, oh, I'm going to take myself up thousands of feet in the air, jump out of a plane and hope that the Most High guards me or hope that the parachute works. To me, this is tempting the Most High and putting him to the test in that way. And when Yahushua was tempted by the devil, Satan literally took him up to a high place and told him to jump out, which is exactly what parachuting, skydiving, jumping out of a plane spiritually is. It's putting the most high to the test, tempting him in that way, right? So that's pretty simple to see. And then as far as roller coasters, this really feels like the same exact concept. You know, a lot of these, you're taking yourself up very high in the air, not as high as a plane would go, but we could see in, in the scripture that the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. So it's not even like he went up as high as an airplane, but he was just on the top of the temple going up high. And telling him to jump off so for me before i came into the truth i used to love ro- uh, roller coasters honestly i thought they were really fun like i really liked them pretty much from a young age up until a few years ago i really liked roller coasters now it's really funny because i don't think i would get on a roller coaster again one because i view it as pretty much putting the most high of the test and tempting him because you're just saying, oh, well, the most high will guard me. Like, think about it. The roller coasters aren't as high as a plane, but in theory, you're taking yourself up pretty high. So if something happens, it's actually very easy for something to happen. And so I actually always really liked roller coasters. But like I'm saying now, I don't even think I would get on one because I just view it as really putting the most high of the test. Pretty much vanity, pointless, not really serving a purpose. And it's just hard to unsee these things once you see them. And also, as far as roller coasters, like a lot of these actually have somewhat demonic and dark side aspects to them beyond just putting the most high of the test by going on roller coasters. But think about Six Flags, right? An amusement park that's all over the country or possibly all over the world. Six Flags, you know what I'm saying? Demonic Six. And the logo is red, demonic, satanic dark side color six flags the dark side number we covered a few episodes ago in tpr 211 wicked world how all this stuff has to manifest spiritually and then it can manifest in the physical after so demons know about the number six that's why you know it's called six flags so i'm saying even if it's not purposely called six flags physically spiritually it's for a reason Everything that happens in the physical must be manifested in the spiritual first before it can manifest in the physical. And we're actually going to cover more of this aspect in this episode, how you can actually tell when things are manifesting and happening spiritually first before they manifest and happen in the physical. We're going to get to that. But just even with some of these roller coasters, like, you know, at six flags, like I'm saying, six, demonic six, the logo, red, dark side. And even at the six flags in New Jersey, they recently put in like a Jersey devil uh, roller coaster with which literally has like the devil's head on like the train that you ride in. And I feel like that was released like right before I came into the truth or right after I came into the truth. And even before I had this understanding and this viewpoint, I was like, I would not go on that ride like it's just real creepy and obviously demonic like it's a jersey devil ride um and then there's rides like el toro just a lot of these rides actually have like demonic theming and then if you go to disney world just disney world in general is dark side and demonic um so a lot of these rides like the theming and the ride and the train that you ride in and the car that you go in a lot of them are just inherently dark side with like demon heads on them or devil heads or a demonic name for the ride or if it's in disney world it's just automatically dark side and demonic so these are just some spiritual aspects of roller coasters and like i'm saying once i've now that i've been in the truth for over two and a half years 
I just fear the most high so much that like I wouldn't want to put him to the test by going on a ride. I think it's vanity, like pointless. Like I, it just wouldn't be fun to me. And I actually just don't think I would do it anymore. And I used to really like roller coasters. And so now that brings me to things happening spiritually first before they manifest in the physical. So I came into the truth and came back to the most high at the start of 2020. And at some point in 2019, I went to Hershey Park with my cousin, or I call him my cousin, like my best friend at the time. And we always went, as as children growing up, our families always went to Hershey Park together. And then as we got older, we would always, me and him and like a few other people would always go to Six Flags. And then recently, well, in like 2019, me and him, just me and him went to Hershey Park. And we had been there so many times as children. And then we were there uh, older and we were going on rides. But in that time, it was at 2019 at some point, right? Just months before I came back to the most high and came into the truth. And like, there were certain rides that I had like been on when I was a child that I was like, almost like nervous and like sketched out about. And he's like, bro, why are you nervous? I'm like, I don't know. Like, and I just felt like, like we went on majority of the rides, but there was a couple of them. I was like, bro, I don't even want to go on that. Like, but I had been on it before, like when I was years younger, but I was like, nah, I'm not feeling that one. I don't want to go on it. And we went on majority of the rides, but some of them, I was like genuinely nervous. And he's like, bro, why are you nervous? I'm like, I really don't know. But I think the reason for this is because it was just months before I came back to the most high. And I've explained this point on this series before that, like, here's the examples I've used before. When you're about to quit your job, right, or start a new job, right? Just say you, you're working one job at a restaurant, and then in two weeks later, you're starting a new job somewhere else. When you're working like your final shifts or whatever, you eventually emotionally and spiritually check out first before you even stop working the job. Like, just say you have five shifts left. You're like, I'm over it. Like I'm checked out. It's because spiritually you're already moving on to the next job. The physical world is just catching up. So that's why, and I've, I gave the examples before of like when you're finishing a semester of school and like you have like one exam left and you're like, I'm over this. Like I, it's summer as far as I'm concerned, but that one exam is standing between you and summer vacation or the end of the semester or the break or whatever it's because spiritually you've already moved on. It's just the physical is still catching up and playing out. Or if you move out of your apartment or your house or whatever, like the last few days leading up to it might be nostalgic and sad or whatever. But then on like that last day or the last couple of days when you're just moving out and, and you're over it, it's because you're spiritually and emotionally checked out because spiritually you've already moved on. The physical is just catching up. So I think that's the same exact thing with what was happening with these roller coasters when I was there for the last time at some point in 2019 at Hershey Park because I was spiritually already back to the most high. Just the physical was still a few months behind, like it was still catching up. But spiritually, like it was already known that I was going to come back to the most high and repent and turn back and, and learn all this stuff and fear the most high and find the most high. The physical was just catching up first. So that's likely, that's why I think I was like growing nervous on these rides because now like I feel like I just literally wouldn't feel comfortable going on rides now. Like I right now, if you were like, right, go on some of these rides, I would be like, no, I'm nervous. Like I don't want to do it because I fear the most high. I, I just wouldn't want to do that. Um, I wouldn't want to put him to the test in that way, tempt the most high in that way. So I think that nervousness that I feel now was showing up months before I came back to the most high in 2019 because spiritually it was already happening. It's just the physical was catching up. So it's like I was already back to the most high, but the physical was still just catching up. That's why we both, me and my cousin, my friend, my boy, we we're like, he's like, why are you nervous? I'm like, bro, I really don't know. So that's why, because the physical was just catching up to what was already happening in the spiritual world. And I always say this, if you want to read and learn more about this in scripture read the book of job in scripture because satan had to get permission in the spiritual world first before he was able to afflict job in the physical so that shows us that there's a spiritual world and a physical world i mean all throughout scripture you could see that there's a spiritual world and a physical world but 
specifically in the book of Job, that shows that things must happen and be approved in the spiritual world first before it can manifest in the physical. And now I'm just giving you these real world examples of it. And to give you another real world example of it, I came back to the truth at the very start of 2020. The first thing that kicked it off was when Kobe Bryant died on January 26, 2020. That's what initially led me to think, okay, because I was already questioning about the Mac Miller death. I had already seen like rituals and weird things in the mainstream that had that were planting the seeds leading up to this moment and having me questioning things. And then once Kobe died in 2020, I was like, okay, this is obviously just not another coincidence. This is something really weird. I started looking into it. I learned Gematria, which if you want to learn Gematria, go to Gematria Effect News, Gematria Effect Sports, either of those channels on YouTube and learn it from Zachary K. Hubbard. That's the best way to learn Gematria. So once I learned Gematria, I said, okay, I got to get myself another Bible. I got to read scripture. And that's what led me right back to the most high. Once you do this walk right of learning about conspiracies or gematria or whatever you may learn and find on this journey, the journey will always, if you do the, if you do the walk and the journey, right, the journey will always lead you right back to the most high. That's what happens to people is they'll be looking into conspiracies and then they find the most high. They'll learn about gematria and then they'll find the most high, like what happened to me. So all this conspiracy and dark side things and gematria conspiracy conspiracy theories if you do this walk correctly all of that will lead you right back to the most high so that happened in january of 2020 and then led me right back to the most high and that's where i'm at now walking with the most high fearing the most high everything that you're hearing about on this series tpr and just seeing with my life but to give another example of how this was already happening spiritually first just one month before that was Christmas of 2019. So now in 2022, and for the past two and a half years, I haven't kept any of these false pagan holidays. I've given them all up. I don't celebrate Christmas anymore. I celebrate the feast days of the Most High. If you want to know the Enoch calendar that I'm currently on, listen to the first episodes of this season, season four of 2022, to see the episodes and the Enoch calendar that we are currently on. So I don't keep Christmas anymore. The last Christmas that I kept was in 2019, right before I came back to the truth of the Most High. So Kobe died on January 26, 2020, which is what kicked all of this off. And what literally one month before that is December 25th, 2019, Christmas. But I want to show that I was already being pulled out of it spiritually or physically spiritually and physically in 2019 i just didn't realize it yet because it was only one month away from when i was about to fully be pulled out of the matrix pulled out of darkness pulled out of christmas and all the false pagan holidays and come into the truth so at that point in my life of december of 2019 and just the end of 2019 in general that was where i was at my absolute brokest points as far as financially i was unemployed didn't have a job I think I literally have a screenshot from either the end of 2019 or the or like the first month of 2020, a screenshot of both my bank accounts saying negative dollars in them. So literally I had negative I in two of my in two bank accounts I had a negative amount in both of those and I think I still have a screenshot of that. So I literally was completely broke at the end of 2019. That was at my lowest financial point. So when it came time for Christmas, all my family members knew I was broke and unemployed. So I said to them, guys, I'm not getting you anything for Christmas because I literally don't have any money. And like I always, even before this, this is going to play into the same thing is like always as as my adult life from like 2017, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, when it came time for these holidays of Christmas and people's birthdays, I always was sort of against it and I always found it weird. Like, for example, with Christmas, I kept saying to like my my parents, my father specifically, like, Dad, I'm 25 years old. Please stop getting me things for Christmas. Like, I, I don't. And I have two older sisters. Right. So we all were 25 or older at this point. And I'm, I kept saying like for years I'm like, dad, stop getting me stuff for Christmas. Like, we're not children anymore. Like, so 
And with birthdays, like whenever I had a girlfriend in like 2016 or 2017 or the girl I was talking to or whatever, I was always like, are we really going to get each other things like for Christmas or for birthdays? Like I just always was somewhat against it. And this goes hand in hand with spiritually. I knew the truth. That's why physically I was always like trying to stop it and like trying to get away from it. But obviously I still did it because it was just like what was normal. But I was at least trying. I was like saying to my parents, stop getting us stuff for Christmas. We're adults now. We don't need to do it. I was saying to my girlfriend, like, oh, well, why are we even getting each other stuff? Like, we're with each other every day. Like, what? Wh- why is this one day different? I always found it weird that, like, when the calendar says to do something, that's when we do it. Like, and it's the tr- same thing now. Like, it's really stupid. Oh, today's Mother's Day, so you should honor your mother. Well, you should honor your mother every day of the year, not just when the pagan Roman Gregorian calendar tells you to do it. But that's just a different topic. And yeah, just like even now, like when you walk through Target and you see like the card section of, oh, it's Father's Day. Oh, it's Mother's Day. And you see all the zombies like, oh, the calendar says I got to go pick out a card. Like it's such surface level fake love. That's why I was always against it, because when you really love your mom or you really love your dad, you don't go to the store and buy a card when the calendar tells you to do so like it's just so fake it's like oh today's father's day you better go get get a card like it's just real fake honestly that's why i was always against it so what i'm saying is that and like i'm saying it was known the most high knows all all of our lives all of our like he knows us before he even formed us in the womb the most high knows our plans and what's going to happen our whole life in advance. So it was known that I was going to eventually come back to the most high in 2022. So that's why in 2017, it's very easy for the seeds to be planted of me, like starting to come out of these false pagan ways or just being against it and questioning why we're doing this and being opposed to it because it was known that eventually I was going to come back to the most high and come out of it. And then when you go to 2019, when I was dead broke and told my family members, I'm not getting you guys anything. It was just one month before I came out of it. So it was like, so I obviously I still celebrated Christmas that year, but it was like different because I didn't get anyone any gifts like and it was like I was halfway out of it already. And then you go back to like 2017 with my girlfriends at the time, like saying, oh, why are we doing this? Like. It's like I was it's like I was trying to get out of it, but I was just so stuck in the matrix that I couldn't escape it because everyone else was doing it. And then once I finally learned that Christmas is pagan, that birthdays are pagan, that these are all false holidays, false pagan ways, dark side, satanic ways. I was like, oh, bet. Forget about it. I was like, I was already trying to get out of this for years. And then once I figured out that we have to come out of it and that there's every reason to come out of it, like once I had a reason, I was like, I'm out, guys. Like, and because, and that's why my family understood actually when I came out of it and I stopped celebrating all these uh, false pagan holidays and ways because they saw me for years like questioning it and trying to come out of it. So once I had a reason, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Forget about it. So what I'm saying is that before things happen physically, they happened spiritually first so in 2019 just one month before i was going to really come out of it i was already stepping away from these false pagan holidays without knowing it because it was spiritually art spiritually i was already out of it because it was only one month later it's just the physical has has to catch up so things always happen spiritually first before they manifest in the physical these are some good examples of that so those are some perfect examples of spiritually and physically coming out of things with the false pagan holidays and just what was leading up to me finally coming out of it for good and even with the roller coasters as well things were happening spiritually before they manifested in the physical and because things were happening spiritually it was spilling over into the physical And a lot of times when you're going through changes, like you're about to start a new job or you're about to move or whatever, whenever you can feel something coming in the physical and you can feel it spiritual, a lot of times you'll have a lot of weird spiritual uh, events happen. Like you'll see a bunch of random animals, like get weird animal messages or message from an animal, like the most high will send that animal into your life to give you a message. Like or you'll just have weird spiritual experiences like you'll see a random animal or a weird animal or an out of the ordinary animal to give you a message or just odd things will start to happen it's because spiritually so many things are happening that they start to spill over into the physical world 
because the spiritual world is more powerful. So if a lot of things are happening spiritually, it starts to spill over into the physical. And what I just explained with the roller coasters, the Falls Pagan Holidays, those were are examples of showing spiritually things happening and it's spilling over into the physical leading up to when it fully manifests in the physical. Now, here's another example before I transition into video games. Another thing you guys hear me speak about is that I do not watch TV anymore, which has been amazing since I've come back into the truth. I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. I don't watch Netflix. The TV is the black mirror, which we're going to get to a little bit further, which I always cover. Here's another example of how this was happening spiritually before it manifested in the physical. In 2019, I was dead broke and I was living in a studio apartment in Philly. I was unemployed. Like I said, I had no money trying to just pay my rent. So I literally had no money. So what I did was I stopped. I let my Xfinity, which was the internet, the TV, I let that get shut off because I couldn't pay it anymore. So eventually, if you miss like one or two months, they just turn it off and you have to like get caught back up to have the service turned on. So for months in 2019, when I was living in that studio apartment in Philly, I didn't have TV. Now, granted, I still had like DVDs of like Seinfeld. I really loved the terribly demonic show Seinfeld before I came out of it. I loved Seinfeld, so I would watch that, like, or I would play video games. So I wasn't to the point where I am now, where I literally wouldn't watch Seinfeld, or I literally don't watch TV. I wouldn't play video games. I don't play video games. I wasn't at that point yet, because I was still watching movies, still watching Seinfeld, still watching sports when I could. Like, I would go out to a bar or something to watch a Sixers game or whatever. So I still was watching TV, but... In my apartment, I didn't have TV anymore because I let it get shut off because I couldn't afford it. That was also foreshadowing what was to, to come, where I would get to this point where I would choose to not watch TV anymore. But then it wasn't really a choice, but I was like, I have to either pay my rent or pay the <laughs> Xfinity. I'm like, I can't watch Xfinity if I can't pay my rent. So I chose to not pay it anymore, have it stayed turned off. And at that point, I did not have TV in my apartment, foreshadowing what was to come just months and years later. So that's another perfect example of it. And it's crazy because I actually can remember looking up on one of these like question platforms. Like, I don't know if it was Reddit or any of these question platforms, but I'm pretty sure like I read, I got some spiritual meaning of like someone answering the question. And also I always say how Reddit and all these question platforms, you have to really be discerning because there's agents, paid shills, paid agents putting misinformation out there. There's things that can lead you astray on these uh, question type platforms, but you also could get a message from the most high. And that's what I believe I got back in 2019 because I was looking up something about like, oh, not have because I, I most people when you're stuck in the matrix you think it's weird to not have tv so i don't know why i was looking this up i guess maybe because i was like oh am i really not gonna have tv like i was looking something up and one of the responses was like no it, it's better that way like something good and positive and i think it was a message from the most high telling me like no rye it's not a bad thing it's a good thing to to not have the tv turned on like do it because i guess i needed that confirmation but it was something like yeah it's it's a good thing like some good meaning from whatever somebody said on that platform so you can get messages from the most high and that was before i was even seeking the most high that's why he needed alternative ways to get me messages so that's why you have to always be discerning when you're using any of these websites like i've spoken about reddit so many times on this series, I'm pretty sure in Gematria that we covered Reddit equals 33. Um, so it's an own controlled platform. That's why they have own controlled paid shills on there. But the most high is authority over all these demons. So he can get a message to you amongst all this darkness. You just have to discern it. So that's just another perfect example. One that I got a great message from the most high before I even knew it, reassuring me that even though on the surface, on the physical, I was dead broke, things looked pretty bad for me. But he was still reassuring me, you're on the right path. And then just months later in 2020 is when I came back to the Most High and found him, all praise and glory to the Most High. So me not having Xfinity, the Comcast, the cable in 2019 because I was so broke and couldn't afford it, that was actually foreshadowing what was to come 
starting in 2020 and then moving on to now the present of me choosing to not have TV and cable because it's better that way. So again, what was to happen, it was, it was spilling over into the physical, it was foreshadowing the point that I would get to. Spiritually, I was already being pulled away from TV and all this stuff. I just didn't realize it yet. And then it manifests in the physical. And this is why we have to trust the most high in all of our ways. Like now, now it's easy. Like once you find the most high, so if you're listening to me, it likely means you've already found the most high. At these points in 2019, I was in complete darkness. But like I'm saying, even though the physical looks so bleak, I was unemployed, I was dead broke, all this stuff, I still was trusting in something. I didn't even know it was the most high at this point. But I was still just trusting. And that's why you have to always just fear the most high and follow the most high. And it doesn't really matter what the physical looks like because spiritually things can be happening behind the scenes for your benefit. If you fear the most high and keep his ways and trust him in all of your ways and and not lean on your own understanding. So that leads me to the video games as well. So because I was super broke and coming back to the most high and like it was all happening right at once like it was like kind of a clear transition but at the same time it was like also slowly transitioning but at around this time because i was so broke i was starting to sell things and i actually sold my xbox and scripture tells us to sell our possessions and give to the poor so as i was coming back to it i was i was selling a lot of things that i didn't need anymore one because i was halfway coming back to the most high and two because I was super broke. So I sold my Xbox. The Xbox is a black box, like the black cube of Saturn. Saturn equals Satan. What is the TV? It's the black mirror. It's also the black cube, the black box. That's why in 2020, there was the blackout Tuesday, everyone posting the black box, which is the black cube of Saturn, Saturn worship, Saturn equals Satan. All this deeper dark side stuff that people don't realize where all this stuff comes from. It's It's ancient symbolism, but the TV is the black mirror. The TV is the black box. The Xbox is a black box. The PS5, if you look at it, I've posted this on my Twitter, which is at RyanMichael11. If you look at the PS5, it actually has points going up on the top meant to look like devil horns. So obviously I don't play video games. I don't watch TV and I had sold my Xbox because I was super broke and also coming back to the most high. So I was selling all the things that I knew I didn't need anymore. So this is also how things were happening spiritually first and then manifesting in the physical because I didn't know that the Xbox was the black box, but spiritually I knew I wasn't going to need it anymore. Did I know it was the black box? No. Did I know that I would come this close to the most high and know that playing video games is just pointless vanity and I don't want to be caught when the Messiah comes back sitting there playing video games? Did I know that? Probably not, no. Spiritually, I knew it, but physically, I didn't know it. I just knew I was broke. I should sell this possession of mine. So that's what I did. So again, I had to, it, I had to get to this point of not needing an Xbox, not wanting to play video games. So I sold it first. Like, That's just how it was all happening. So again, me being broke was actually to my benefit because it had me selling pointless possessions that I didn't need anymore. So all this stuff is for the plan and purpose of the most high. I was super broke, so it led me to cancel my cable, which was a good thing, bringing me out of darkness before I realized it. I was super broke, so I sold my Xbox, bringing me out of darkness before I realized it, all for my benefit glory to the most high so playing video games is one thing that like i don't usually miss it but it's like oh like in a sense like you know it it could be fun to play a video game every once in a while because they they were fun but i just never i don't do it i wouldn't do it i don't have any video games any way to do it but sometimes you know i do reminisce of playing like grand theft auto or call of duty or whatever but there's all dark side spiritual aspects of video games. Again, the Xbox is the black box. The PS5 has what looks like devil horns on it purposely. When you're playing video games, you're sitting in front of the black mirror, the black screen, the TV screen, the black cube, black cube of Saturn, Saturn equals Satan. You're just sitting there and mirrors are avenues for demons to manifest through. That's why it is the black mirror. That's why when you watch TV, when you watch Netflix, which the Netflix logo is demonic, black screen with red writing and the letters look like devil horns when they're going up. 
Netflix is demonic. Holly weird movies and shows are dark side and demonic. Anything on that TV, it's pointless. There's no reason to watch anything on TV. The pro sports are scripted. The news is a lie. The commercials are pushing dark side agendas. The movies are pushing dark side agendas. There's hidden transgenders and all these shows and movies. Nothing to watch on that television screen. Same exact thing when you're playing video games. You're just sitting in front of that black mirror which mirrors are avenues for demons to manifest through so when you're sitting there you're a sitting duck for demons to manifest right into you that's why when people play video games you always hear people rage quitting for example which means the game gets you so mad that you turn it off and quit or you always see videos of people cursing each other out on xbox live or when we were 12 years old playing ps4 or xbox live or ps3 people getting in fights and and spewing out curse words and going off on people it's probably because we're just sitting in front of the black mirror demons can manifest through us getting us so angry to fight and argue and rage quit and curse each other out on xbox live parties everything that you've heard of if you were a teenage to adult person playing video games in this era so that's some of the dark side spiritual aspects of video games they're obviously meant to frustrate you meant to make you angry that's why they can be difficult they can be frustrating and also the demons that are inhabiting you while you're playing the video games coming from the black box coming from the ps5 with devil horns coming from the black mirror the tv screen they are also contributing to this frustration and anger and demonic activity that people don't realize is demonic activity. When you get so angry that you smash a controller or throw the controller or quit the game or curse someone out on the game, that is demonic activity that people don't realize is demonic activity. And all that aside, just the bare bones, most simple reason of probably why you shouldn't be playing video games is like I said, how can you be watching and praying and waiting for the Messiah to come back if you're sitting there playing Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto? Like, as fun as it may be, as as stress relieving as it might be, we can be doing more important things with our time in addition to all those dark side spiritual aspects that I just gave. So that's why for me it was a no brainer as I was coming back into the truth. It's like I'm not going to be playing video games. Like, and then also just as far as our society of no real men unless you're a man of the most high there are no real men who are all the guys in our society are obsessed with fantasy football watching rigged pro sports wearing sports jerseys with other grown men's names on their backs playing video games like these are not men in our society real men don't play video games you shouldn't be playing games at all you should be one of being serious not playing video games and like you always see videos on instagram like here here's one that i've seen it's like a girl recording herself and she's like i'm locked out on my porch and my boyfriend or my husband is inside playing video games call of duty and he doesn't know i'm out here first of all the video could be scripted and made up because like i i've covered before people are so gullible they just believe any video that's on tiktok or instagram like when you can obviously tell they're made up and fake like espn will post like a video and it's like it's like someone submitted this video and it's like, I saw my neighbor playing basketball alone, so I went over to talk to him and then we played one-on-one and I dunked on him. In all reality, it's just the person who's recording, it's like they've already talked to their neighbor or it's just their brother out there and they just say it's their neighbor and they just make up a fake video to go viral. So same exact thing with this girl on the porch. It could be real or she could just say, hey, to her boyfriend or husband, I'm going to go out on the porch and create this video, just play video games and pretend I'm locked out. People have literally no discernment. They're so gullible. They believe all the pro sports are real when they're rigged. They believe the news is real when it's a lie. So why wouldn't they believe anything they see on Instagram, even when a lot of these videos are made up just for views and to go viral, to try and go viral. But if this video is real of this girl being locked out and her boyfriend or her husband has no idea she's out there. I like this is what I'm saying is we do not have a society of men. When you're a man, you should be fully conscious and aware of what's going on in your household and especially with your wife or your girlfriend. There shouldn't even be girlfriends, it should just be wife, but how do you not how can you be so relaxed and not vigilant to not know that your wife or your girlfriend is locked out of your house? Like 
you should always know what's going on in your household, around your household. You should know who's outside of your house. That means that if you don't know your girls out on the front porch, that means another dude could be out on the front porch or some burglar or robber, anybody could be out on the front porch and you just have no idea. Like this is what I'm saying is men have to be vigilant, guarding their wife, guarding their household, knowing what's going on in their house. And if you're sitting there playing video games with headphones on, you're not guarding your wife. You're not guarding your house. You're not guarding yourself. You're just being completely relaxed. And the whole thing is just counterproductive. When a female says my girl or when a female says my husband or my boyfriend is playing video games or my husband or my boyfriend is playing fantasy football or my husband or my boyfriend is watching pro sports wearing another man's jersey name on their back, that should be a there shouldn't that should never be happening. You shouldn't ever call, you shouldn't want to be married to someone that wears another man's name on his back. You shouldn't want to be married to another man that plays video games or plays fantasy football or watches pro sports, honestly, because that's not what men are. So it's just so counterproductive that a grown man cannot know what's going on in his household, cannot know where his girlfriend is. Like, like really, like it. How can you be married and have your girl be locked out of the house on the front porch? And you don't know about it. That's not being a man. That's not being vigilant. That's not guarding your house, guarding yourself or guarding your wife. That's a beta simp, honestly. And that's what our whole society is, betas and simps. And like real men should know what's going on with their house. They should know what's happening to their woman, their wife. And they should be guarding their woman and their wife and their household. And there should never be a situation where you're so deep into your video game that you don't know your girlfriend or your wife is locked out on the porch. That's not happening. But people, people don't. And this is the thing is people don't need people. If you look at that video that that was posted that I'm talking about, not a single person probably in the comments would even think anything is wrong with this. Like they just think it's completely normal. But that's because we have been so desensitized that men don't know how to be men. And Females are looking for men that are not men saying, oh, it's normal that your boyfriend's playing video games. It's normal that your boyfriend is playing fantasy football. It's normal that your boyfriend is wearing another man's name on his back. We are so everyone is so desensitized to what a real man is in our society and thinking that that's what a man is, that a real man plays video games, that a real man lets his girl get locked down on the porch and has no idea she's out there. That a real man wears another man's name on his back. Okay, if that's what a man is in this society, that's why I'm so happy that I'm detached from this society, pulled out of the matrix, set apart, glory to the most high. And that's how I'm learning to how to be a man so that I could guard my household, guard my wife if the most high blesses me, me with one. Not going to be sitting there like a simp playing video games with the boys. No, I'm going to know where my wife is. I won't ever let her be locked out of the house and not know it most high willing because i'll be vigilant guarding my wife guarding my household knowing what's going on in the household knowing what's going on with my wife but that's not where our society is at right now and then also just some random points a few episodes ago i think in wicked world we were speaking about how the target logo is an all-seeing eye amongst other ancient symbolism you can hear about that in wicked world 211 the CBS TV logo is an all-seeing eye. And what I want to add to that is the Instagram logo is an all-seeing eye as well. And as far as these Instagram comments I covered, and I think it was TPR 202, Prepare Part 2, where I was speaking about how people, how the scripture says in Matthew 6, whenever you pray, do not pray in front of other people like the hypocrites, but go into your room and shut the door. Go into your prayer closet and shut the door and pray to your father in secret. And the Most High will see. And we covered how in TPR 202, how all these people are going viral on Instagram saying, pray with me. And then they post a video of them praying. And I said how it's completely absurd how in Matthew 6, it's very simple. The Messiah says, do not pray in front of, of do not pray in front of other people like the hypocrites. And then people think it's a good idea to post on Instagram of them praying. And this is what I'm saying is that we covered in 202 how it's such a straightforward and simple concept. So that means people are either not reading. If you, like if you're if you're sincerely supposed to be in this truth and you haven't read the Gospels, you haven't read Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, 
Like that is the most baseline point of scriptures is reading the gospel. So if you're like for a regular person, a layman, they haven't read scriptures, so I'm not expecting them. But I'm saying this is on people who are supposedly in the truth, supposed believers posting these videos, getting thousands of views and comments, hundreds of comments. And none of them are thinking, oh, well, in Matthew 6, it says don't do this. So they're either not reading the most bare bones, basic parts of scripture, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospels that tell us not to do that, or they've read it and they're just not grasping the most simple concept of saying don't pray in front of other people, or they're just not applying it. And what's also mind-blowing is it's not, the, it's not just the content creators who are skipping over that very simple part of scripture, but when you see this video of someone who has 20,000 or 10,000 or 50,000 or 100,000 followers and they say, pray with me, and they post a video of them praying, like scripture says the opposite, then you go in the comments and there's hundreds of people saying, amen, amen, uh, preach, yes, I needed this message, not... And I always go in the comments and say, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, don't be a hypocrite, all this stuff. But no one else in the comments is saying it. That's what's so concerning is that it's not just the content creator who's misunderstanding or just ignoring and not applying the very simple scriptures from Matthew 6 that we covered in 202. But hundreds and thousands of people see the video, like the video, comment on the video, and they ne it never crosses their mind either. That's why it's so mind-blowing the Messiah just straight up says, do not pray in front of other, of other people like the hypocrites do it in secret and the father will see. And not just the content creators, but hundreds of thousands of people on Instagram that comment and like the video and share the video and stuff. None of them are, are questioning it or, or remembering that either. That's what's so concerning. And that's what shows that people don't have discernment. They're not really reading the scriptures. They're not seeking the most high 10 times more and the Most High Yah is not dealing with everybody. And that's why it's such a blessing that to know that the Most High is dealing with you, instructing you, disciplining you, helping you, humbling you, and giving you understanding and helping you along. All glory to the Most High. All praise the Yah. Hallelujah. And we covered this in TPR 202, Prepare Part 2. But Matthew 6, 5, And when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Amen, I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father which is in secret, and your Father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. So we covered that scripture, and that's what I'm saying is it's so simple, it's so straightforward, and the thousands of people on Instagram that are seeing these videos, none of them can remember this scripture in the Gospels. One of the most simple points of the entire scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament, everything. People can't remember this scripture. One of the most simple points of scripture. That's what's truly alarming. And what it honestly is frustrating that there's people who are supposed to believers who should have read the Gospels, who should be applying the Gospels, and they can't. They're getting tripped up on this simple point. Truly mind-blowing. And then Proverbs 3, 12 and 13. For whom Yahuwah loves, he corrects, even as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that gets understanding. So you should want to have the spirit of correction. You should want to be corrected by Yahuwah, by the father, because he corrects and disciplines those that belong to him. And so all these people who are just never being corrected, never being disciplined, never reevaluating and seeking the Most High ten times more. You could see that they're not being corrected by the Most High, and that shows that he's not dealing with everybody. And then Hebrews 12, 6 and 7, For whom Yahuwah loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. If ye endure chastening, Elohim deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chastens not? So we should want to be disciplined by Yahuwah. He, dis he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. So if the Most High receives you, he's going to discipline you and help you along so that you can learn and grow and understand and come out of darkness and, and fall and get back up. That's the whole point. So if you're never falling, if you're never getting back up, if you're never being disciplined by the Most High, that's a very bad thing. You should actually want to be disciplined because that shows that the Most High loves you.
For whom Yahuwah loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. And also, to go back to those TV logos, now I'm just putting in random points before I finish this episode up. Again, the Instagram logo is an all-seeing eye. The CBS TV logo is an all-seeing eye. The NBC logo is a... It's not a flamingo, it's a... It's not a pelican, it's a... um, What is the NBC logo? It's a peacock. That's what the NBC logo is, a peacock. And peacock is actually a representation of Satan, the dark side, meaning for peacocks, they represent Satan as far as the mainstream. So that's why that's the NBC logo. The CNN logo, if you turn it on its side, it actually makes a 33. The CNN actually makes a 33. Same thing with the WWE logo. If you turn it to the side, the two W's make a 33. Um, So yeah. You can look into those for yourself as well. Speaking of 33, and speaking of Instagram, I've, I've exposed this false prophet, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, on this series before, and on my Instagram, which is at WilsonRyan underscore underscore. But we're going to do it here once again, just more points. Eric Thomas, this false motivational speaker, false prophet from Instagram, from Twitter, and all this stuff. It's so easy to see that he's a false prophet, Wolf in Sheep's Clothing. He always posts LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul, all these Satanists in the NBA and the rigged NBA. We've explained this point before. I'm not going to go through it again. But what I am going to go through are the new points, which is regarding Eric Thomas's book that just came out. And I covered this on my Twitter at RyanMichael11 and on Instagram at WilsonRyan underscore underscore is just on my story. So by the time you're hearing this, the story will be down. So we'll cover these points right now for you. So Eric Thomas's new book just came out, which is called U-O-U, right? U-O-U, right? Not the, not the letters U-O-U, but the words U-O-U, like you owe yourself money or whatever, U-O-U. When you put that in Gematria, U-O-U, the title of the book, equals 33, right? So let, let me go through all the symbolism for you with this new book. So the title of the book, U-O-U, equals 33 in Gematria, 33, you know, say no more. If you look on the back cover, when people are posting this, he has his hands in a triangle, which there's there's another photo of Eric Thomas doing his hands in, and fingers in the triangle in the pyramid, which is Masonic hand sign, demonic hand sign. On the front of the cover, it actually has the concept of darkness to light because it says U-O-U. At the bottom, it's red. At the top, it's like gold. And then it blends together as it goes down, darkness to light is the Freemasonic phrase, darkness to light, that's depicted on the front cover. Just like on the back cover, his hands are in a pyramid, a triangle, demonic Masonic symbolism. The foreword of the book is written by Chris Paul, again, a known sellout from the rigged NBA. Very easy to see. And then really importantly, when you look at the cover, U-O-U, every time they write the letter O for U-O-U, The letter O looks different on each line. At the top, it's an O. In the middle, it's the number zero, but it's supposed to be an O. And then on the bottom, it looks different as well. Just look at it. Every time on the front cover of this book, the O looks different. To me, I think this is representing all-seeing eyes. That's why they use an O, a zero, and a different O for each of these things. It's not the same font. It's not the same script or print. Each O looks different because the O looks like an I, an all-seeing eye, like the CBS logo, like the Instagram logo. And that's why there's a zero, an O, and a different shape, letter O, all on this front cover showing all-seeing eyes. They all look different. Just look at it. And then, like I said, the front cover has darkness to light with red at the bottom. Again, red is a demonic, satanic color purposely used in this instance. And then as I was looking into this further... I found out that Eric Thomas is in a fraternity at whatever school he went to. And this is the whole point of all this is that so people think, okay, well, why is Eric Thomas a false prophet? Where did he come? Like people think, oh, he just blew up on Instagram because of his motivational videos, all this stuff. They get all these false prophets from these Greek fraternities because Greek fraternities go hand in hand with Freemasonry. The oaths, the rituals, their beliefs are very much the same. That's why if you 
in, unknowingly were in a frat or a sorority in college, you should repent for that and rebuke that and forsake it because you had to take oaths, which is a sin. Taking false oaths to false gods. All this is blasphemy, darkness, sin, wickedness to be rebuked and repented for if you've ever done that. Yeah, you un- unknowingly and ignorantly did it, but it's time to forsake and verbalize and forsake the sororities and fraternities in front of the Most High and say, no, I want to worship Yah now, the Most High, the only Elohim, not all these false gods that you inadvertently took oaths and vows to and stuff like that. So that's where all these false prophets come from, from the politicians, the gatekeepers. They're all in Greek fraternities at their colleges, wherever they went to school. And Eric Thomas is no different. He didn't just blow up out of nowhere. He was in a Greek fraternity. And I personally believe he's probably he probably became a Freemason because they go hand in hand. But even if he didn't become a Mason, he's in that fraternity. So he knows someone And that's how he gets propped up. He gets boosted to have a million followers on Instagram, to have hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter, to have that influence to keep leading people astray, leading people into LeBron James and Chris Paul and all the false prophets of the rigged NBA instead of exposing the NBA. This is what I've explained before is Eric Thomas is clearly not spiritually awake at all because one, he's either so asleep that he doesn't know the NBA is rigged and if you don't know the NBA is rigged or the NFL is rigged, he promotes Tom Brady, Kobe, all these Satanists, all these dark side people, all the scripted leagues. If you don't know the NFL and the NBA and all the pro sports are rigged and scripted, you are not spiritually awake because that's bare bones, simple uh, child's play to know that it's rigged and scripted. So he's either so spiritually asleep that he doesn't know the sports leagues are rigged or he knows it's rigged and he doesn't expose it. And in fact, he promotes all this stuff. So you can choose. He's either, you're either following, if you follow Eric Thomas, you're either so, you're either following someone who's so asleep, he doesn't know the sports leagues are rigged, or he knows it's rigged and he's not saying anything, promoting all of his millions of followers further into that darkness. So that's why he's a false prophet wolf in sheep's clothing. And yeah, he always talks about God and all this stuff, but he doesn't tell people to repent. He doesn't expose darkness. He doesn't say what sin and darkness is. He just says, oh, he believes in God and that's it. And that's why you will know people by their fruits. Knowing people by their fruits is people telling people to repent, expose darkness, cleave to the most high, fear the most high. Don't pray in front of other people. Seek the most high 10 times more. That's the fruits that we need to know people by. And Eric Thomas does not put forth any of those fruits. That's why I can confidently say over and over again that he is a false prophet, wolf in sheep's clothing. And just because DJ Khaled says God, and just because Eric Thomas says God, or Drake says God, or all these Satanists, it's no marvel that Satan masquerades as a being of light. In scripture, it says, it's no marvel that Satan masquerades as a being of light. So it is not strange if his ministers also disguise themselves as ministers of righteousness. So what are they going? What's Eric Thomas and Drake and DJ Khaled going to come out and say? Hey, they worship Satan. No, because if they did that, nobody would follow them. But if they say, "Oh, God did it. I believe in God," then people say, "Oh, they're cool. We can follow them." Same thing with Kanye West, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper. It's so easy to see that these are all wolf in sheep's clothing and eric thomas is no different and i said the same exact thing with gary v so gary v is a you know who from the synagogue of satan and eric thomas is in a greek fraternity these these people with big followings they don't just come out of nowhere they are propped up and given a big platform of millions of followers purposely because gary v is a you know who from the synagogue of satan eric thomas is in a greek fraternity possibly a mason as well but greek fraternities are just mini masons they do the similar oaths similar ideology similar beliefs similar symbolism that's why his hands are in a triangle and a pyramid whether he's a mason or just from the greek similar symbolism similar beliefs similar ideology similar oaths similar rituals greek life and masonry go hand in hand that's why eric thomas is propped up and that's why Gary Vee is propped up. And like I said, Gary Vee always talks about the New York Jets and the NFL and all this stuff. So when people follow Gary Vee or Eric Thomas, 
they are following people who are either so spiritually asleep that they don't know pro sports are scripted and rigged, which is as child's play as it gets. Like I said before, the very first thing that happened was Kobe Bryant died. I learned that sports were scripted and rigged through Gematria, and I came back to the Most High, and that's when all this started. What is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of understanding, the beginning of knowledge, the fear of the Most High? So before I even feared the Most High was when I learned Gematria and learned that pro sports were scripted and rigged, and that's what started my journey, and that's where I got the beginning of understanding to fear the Most High, and then I learned for two and a half years, and I'm still learning now. But that was the beginning. So if Gary Vee and Eric Thomas are not even at the beginning of all of that, to know that pro sports are scripted and rigged, that means all the people who follow Gary Vee and Eric Thomas are following people who don't know sports are scripted and rigged. They're so spiritually asleep that they don't know sports are scripted and rigged, or they know it's scripted and rigged, and they're not telling people. And on top, not only are they not telling people and exposing it, but they're also pushing people further into it, leading them astray, which is why I can confidently and repeatedly say Gary V and Eric Thomas are false prophets, wolf in sheep's clothing here to deceive people and lead people astray. What does astray mean? Away from the most high, not telling people to repent, not telling people to read scripture, but leading people astray and into further darkness of new age, false spirituality like Gary V does, or in Eric Thomas's case, not telling people to repent and read scripture and expose darkness and come out of darkness, but telling them to be a motivational speaker and follow their dreams and all this stuff instead of fearing the most high, being a servant of the most high. And you will know people by their fruits. And that's why it was so easy at one glance to look at Eric Thomas's new book, UOU, the title of it, equals 33 in Gematria, the triangle hand sign, the pyramid hand sign, darkness to light, the foreword by Chris Paul, the red demonic writing, Annie's in a Greek fraternity, which goes hand in hand in masonry. Example after example after example, you will know them by their fruits. Too easy, but people don't want to give up their idols, their favorite Instagram influencer, so they will suffer the consequences accordingly. Repent, rebuke darkness, and fear the Most High. That is the message. Read scripture. Find the Most High. Stay in the scriptures. When you stay in the scriptures, that's how you get understanding. When you fear the Most High, that's how you get the beginning of understanding, the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of the Most High. And that's how you'll be able to discern through the false prophets of DJ Khaled, Eric Thomas, Kanye West, Justin Bieber, all these false prophets, wolf in sheep's clothing that have gone out into the world. And to me, it's child's play. It couldn't be easier to see that Eric Thomas, Kanye West, Justin Bieber, all these people, DJ Khaled, are false prophets, wolf in sheep's clothing, and people who are supposedly in the truth, falling for DJ Khaled, falling for Eric Thomas. That shows that they don't have the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of understanding, the beginning of wisdom, which is the fear of the Most High. And once you start fearing the Most High, that's how you'll be able to understand and discern all this stuff. And the Most High is not dealing with everybody. That's why I'm not trying to, I'm trying to wake up the people who actually want to come out of it. But if you're still in darkness, in idolatry of Eric Thomas, Kanye West, and DJ Khaled, that means that you have to want it for yourself. And the Most High is not dealing with everybody. He's letting some people just stay in darkness because they don't matter. Honestly, that's what, that's what you'll find when, when you read scripture and when you read the Sefer with the books that have been removed out of traditional versions of scripture, that the Most High is not dealing with everybody. He disciplines and chastens those that belong to him, that belong to Yah, that belong to Yahuwah. And everyone else he just uses as NPCs and people don't even know they're NPCs. They don't even know they're in idolatry, but they can't give up Eric Thomas. They want to listen to DJ Khaled. That's fine. You have to want it for yourself. You have to seek the Most High 10 times more. In that scripture in Baruch, seek the Most High 10 times more. We've did an episode on the series called 10 Times More, very short, just covering that scripture and giving a few thoughts on it from the end of season three, last season. Do you know how much it means to seek the Most High 10 times more? It says, when you return to Yahuwah, seek him 10 times more. That means when I came back to the Most High in 2020 and I repented and started reading scripture, it means once you get to that point, then seek the Most High 10 times more. Do you know what 10 times, how, how much 
of a degree 10 times is. At the end of the book of Job, the, the Most High restores Job two times what Job lost. Everything Job lost, he got Job got back two times more from the Most High, right? Yet the most, and so that was a lot. That was a big blessing, two times more. That was a big blessing to Job, glory to the Most High. But then for the Most High in Baruch to tell us to seek Yah 10 times more, five times than what Job got back at the, Job was so blessed to get two times of what he lost. He got back two times more. And then you take five times of that. That's the level of intensity that we're supposed to seek the Most High with 10 times more. It could have said seek the Most High two times more. And that would have been a lot. It could have said seek the Most High five times more. And that would have been a lot. It could have said seek the Most High seven times more. And that would have been a lot. But it says being returned to Yahuwah, seek him 10 times more. That's the level of intensity that we have to get to. It's not just, when I came back in 2020, I didn't just say, all right, well, now I'm a chill and just, I know it because I learned gematria. I'm reading scripture now and I'm chilling. No, seek him 10 times more. Go hard. 10 times more do you that that's what i'm trying to say is that level of 10 times more scripture telling us to seek him 10 times more this is what it means is to go hard for years once you come back to the most high you don't just chill you go hard 10 times more of repenting of exposing darkness forsaking darkness rebuking darkness and repenting for sins and reading scripture and trying to fear the Most High that much more and cleave to the Most High that much more and keep his ways that much more. Learn the feast days. Get on the proper calendar. Get on the Enoch calendar, which we covered at the start of this season, season four in those episodes, like I said earlier in this episode. That's what it means to seek the Most High ten times more. Understand that level that it, it could have been two times, it could have been five, it could have been seven, but it says seek him ten times more. That level is such a high level of intensity and when you fear the Most High, when you read Scripture, when you really seek Him ten times more, you will really understand that. The fear of the Most High is the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of understanding, the beginning of knowledge. All praise, honor, and glory to the Most High, Yah, Yahuwah, the Father, in the name of His Son, Yahusha HaMashiach. It's all praise and glory to Yah, hallelujah. And I thank you, my beloved, and I appreciate you, my beloved, for listening to this episode. My Twitter is RyMichael11. My Instagram is WilsonRyan underscore underscore. You can email the show at pod.tpr at gmail.com. I think that's everything. I was just putting some random points in here. And hopefully this was a lighthearted episode for you. You could check out my last episode, 213, the one before that, 212. Two important episodes covering a lot of scripture, scripture points. And then I even referenced 211, Wicked World, exposing some darkness and some other deeper spiritual concepts as well so there's just some episodes for you to go back and check out if you missed any of my most previous episodes this is tpr the positivity report and i'm gonna catch you next time most high willing peace blessing strength faith and love to you my beloved later in times don't let babylon break you don't let them break your soul in time in time yeah. We gonna wake up the tribes. How? Well, you cooking? Last days. <laughs>